0: Need a bigger potion. Snakes.
1: Why did that group? Snakes. Life uh, finds a way. Welcome back to Spielberg Chronologically. This is the podcast for myself. Jeff, and my co-host,
0: Eric. Hey, it's Eric. What's happening?
1: It's Eric. Hey, we go. Eric. Yes, there he
0: is. It's the Eric Show. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, I've had coffee.
1: Sorry. (laughs) No, that's fine. I got my tea right here. Uh, We go through every single one of Steven Spielberg's movies in chronological order, and when there's dinosaurs involved, you need, you know, the the Malcolm to my Grant and
2: his Hammond. Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah um i'll be sad i don't care uh we got elliot he's back
2: i'm here you can't get rid of me like the dinosaurs we come back with feathers this time though
1: hey now we always start off by saying now i'm just gonna pretend everyone has listened to the last one and they're familiar with elliot Um, uh, uh, elliot what's your relationship with the lost world
2: now no. look, I this took me 2 days to watch. So spoiler all my thoughts here. Um but my feelings before and after watching this are completely different from what they were before I watched this again. Um I I read this book um like I was gonna right when it what? came out. Right when it came out, I read the book. Um I think before I watched the movie, um I because my understanding was this was written like Right up to, like, the start of filming, right? Like, it released during the filming, if I'm not mistaken. It was really close. Right. Yeah, it was really close yeah. together. Yeah. And so he th- only wrote the sequel because of the movie, right? I think like, so, that's the, which is a very non
0: crichton thing to do, you know? And and, and it shows,
2: <laughs> right?
1: Are we talking like, just about the book?
2: I mean, I, I don't remember enough about the book to okay. even compare the two. The book? Because I... I the book is interesting. You know, like, Crichton is a good writer. and I think so, too.
0: And, uh, you know, so the book has a lot going on in it. There's a lot more detail and things in the book. But, like, it almost immediately loses credibility because he brings Ian Malcolm back from the dead. Like, just in a really yeah. offhanded sort of way. Because, you know, spoiler alert for people who haven't read Jurassic Park, a 30-year-old book. Malcolm gets killed in the book. They all die. And at the beginning of Lost World he just brings them back to life like with no like like he just makes some offhand comment like reports of my death were greatly exaggerated and they just move on you know and so uh that's
1: probably because of the popularity of the film character
0: probably oh for sure right yeah but it seemed like a pretty like messy thing to do (laughs) for michael creighton you know um but like after that, the the book is interesting. Like it's good. It's a little different from the movie. There are like more characters in it, and uh I think Dodson, Dod Dodson Dodson Dodson. Nobody Dodson. cares. You got Dodson. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's oh. in the book more. Um, but yeah, like yeah, uh, definitely. I, I only read the state. book the once.
2: I uh, the once when I was young, maybe twelve. At the old like I was really young, so um. It didn't hold my attention enough. And I've read all the Crichton books. Even the two or three he's, he's written after, after he's he died. <laughs> I've even read the, the post... The, the posthumous. Books. We dug out this it's little not...
0: notebook and made a book. So, it's like Tupac. The first one
2: was actually really good. I can't think of the name of it though. With the micro organism thing, like yeah, that was everything good. shrinks. Yeah, yeah. But the other two, I think, are like really rough. If I'm not mistaken, it's like here's an outline on a napkin that I wrote. Have you ever read I'll his uh,
0: his nonfiction book Travels? No, it is fascinating and weird. Okay. Like it's all about his explorations around the world, but it kinda goes in this weird metaphysical direction while he's trying to like figure out how to bend spoons with his mind and stuff like that. It's it's worth a look. Like it's 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 the oh, same good yeah, writing uh, yeah. that you're used to, but it's kind of surprising like where he goes with it. Alright,
2: I'm off topic. So okay, so We're you in the read, book
0: corner. You read the book before the movie came out and blah.
2: Yeah. And I remember really liking the movie um when it came out. I haven't watched it. I was trying to think, you know, I've been married for ten years this year. I was trying to think if I've watched this since being married with my wife because most of the time we'll watch movies together as couples tend to do and I don't think we have ever watched this together so I haven't seen this in 10-15 years at least so
1: yeah and you said when you saw it in the theater you liked it
2: yeah yeah I remember really enjoying it Um, and I remember enjoying it on reruns it used to be on like the sci-fi channel back before it was like the wrong spelling of the sci-fi channel (laughs) They would show all three of them, like, back to back to back, and I, we would, I'd watch them. Back Hell, I probably still would if I had cable. I'm sure I still would watch back them. Back
0: before but... they just decided to make sci-fi
1: stupid. <laughs> this is, and this wrestling, is for dumb people that that now. that's the only time I watched sci-fi when they had wrestling on it. So, you know, say what you will. Uh, I saw the movie in theaters, I think. I don't remember. Um, I did actually have the abridged audio book. That I shoplifted from a store. oh um, yeah. Uh, that I would fall asleep to, but I don't actually remember anything about it. Um, and uh, I remember seeing the film and being disappointed.
2: I want to hear more about this shoplifting era uh, of Jeff. We've oh, we've gone oh, into it a little bit. It's well documented.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I. A lot of my Van Damme VHSs were acquired through illegitimate means. Um,
2: What's the best thing you've ever shoplifted?
1: And as far as like that, I really cherished?
2: Uh, sure. Or, yeah, uh, the fact. Is-
1: <laughs> I mean, it was probably like double impact on VHS or something. I mean, I had CDs. I think I shoplifted the Green Jelly album, the second one, 333, um, with Carnage Rules on it. I, you know, it's, I can't remember, you know, but.
2: Yeah. Eric, you like, shoplift? I, I do want to hear shoplifting story. No,
1: never. No.
0: Always too afraid. too afraid. Cowards. Yeah, like i never... No, I
2: got busted I, once and then I was afraid. I uh, worked in a garden center and I shoplifted plants, but I was kind of given to them. It's me, called embezzling boss. at that point. But oh, is that how... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's embezzlement. There, there have been oh, okay. points yeah, where like, like point.
0: when I worked for KB Toys, we had open access to the games and we had a shrink wrap machine. And so we would mm-hmm. take the games home, play them... And bring them back and shrink wrap them, and that's probably as close as I came. Like borrowing stuff so we could play games. Borrowing. Let me tell when you, I worked
2: new- at when I worked at Target, we would have a lady that came in on Tuesdays with a list of all of the new DVDs that came out, whatever they were. She had a mm-hmm. list. You've told me bought this. Bought every single one. I don't
0: remember when, but I've heard. And this then before. like
2: like on a Tuesday that when the new stuff came out, she bought everything. And then like on a Friday or a Thursday, she would come back with a re shrink wrapped where she had burned a copy of it. Like clockwork. Like clockwork for like the year I worked there. There is power Every in Tuesday the shrink grab
0: machine, man.
2: And at Target, spoiler alert, you can return anything with a receipt. You don't even have to buy it from Target. But if you've got a receipt and it's something they sell, they will return it. No questions asked. Yeah. Like, no problem. Um, and that's what she did. So that's before why I we, we
1: leave yeah. the shoplifting corner. Um I probably I don't have an item that I think I was the most proud of. Um, but uh, at the bookstore, and it was a bu- big box chain. I, I I didn't steal from the mom and pop. Um, I they had a section with all the like magic, the gathering cards, mm. and d- various card games. And I would go in there and I'd take a couple packs. Like clockwork, as you said, week in, week out. One day I go in there, all of them were in a locked glass case. So that that's probably my proudest. Because thing.
2: of you. <laughs> They had to
1: buy a piece of (laughs) hardware to protect them (laughs) from me. I was always on the other end of
0: shoplifting. I was like the manager at retail places, so I was like battling the shoplifters.
2: Uh, And and really, really
0: like developed a strong distaste for shoplifters. (laughs) Not you
2: personally, I remember the candle incident. I remember the candle incidents at our previous job that we worked at together where there were pictures of people who were stealing Candles of all things at our job, oh, yeah. And they're like, Watch out they for these candle those yankee candles, man! Yeah,
0: I, I lost a job once because people stole so much stuff. I used to work for okay. Wilson's Leather, all right. People stole so
2: Let's much. Let's bring it back now in. Now it feels like a real peeler, <laughs> okay? <We're talking laughs> Thanks, about stealing Jeff. candles.
1: There's no lower point in all of podcasting. <laughs> um, now, Eric, how about you? What about your history? <laughs>
0: Um, let's see. Okay. So saw Jurassic Park, loved it, read the book, loved it. Uh, read Lost World book. Uh, was like, okay with it. Went and saw this. And and at the time I was like kind of middling on it, you know? Uh, but it didn't stop me from watching it a bunch of times, you know? And, and, and I had the VHS and so on. I think I skipped DVD on this one, but I do have like the Blu-ray cause it came in the set. Um, So when I watched it this time, like Elliot, it's the first time in a while. And I was surprised at how much I remembered and at how much I had forgotten. You know, like, there were huge sequences that I, like, must have seen a lot. Um, But then there were, you know, some bits that I had forgotten about it. Uh, But, you know, spoiler alert on my feelings on it, I came down way more positive than I thought I was going to. I actually really enjoyed it a
1: lot more than I than I thought I was going to. So uh. yeah, I'd watched it like a maybe a year or so ago when I introduced Teddy to the series. We watched all the original trilogy, um, and was like, oh well, that as as we've established here, uh, that was something to watch. Um, so how are we feeling now?
2: This feels like a sequel, like in the strictest terms like this is like a generic sequel to me. Like this is how you do sequels without going overboard. Like uh but like not too much. Like it's it I think it's played so safe. They play this as safe as they can. This is like a safe movie for a sequel.
1: I'm interested to see where their budget was on this because why couldn't we bring Grant and Sadler back? To me the thing that I feel hurts this movie the most is the lack of character camaraderie um like the 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 character chemistry and relationships in the first movie are what elevate that from just being a special effect spectacular to being a great film right we all love grant and tim and uh lex and sadler we, we love them all we ned we love nedry even though he's terrible, we love Samuel Jackson and Muldoon. Everybody on screen is got a purpose and a reason for being there, and they're fleshed out. And in this one, you have Jeff Goldblum, ah, and then and, everyone and else Nick. to me is just horror fodder, there to be eaten.
0: Well, I I, I, I take some exception with that, like like. Admittedly, Julianne Moore's character isn't particularly strong in this, but I like
2: uh, Vince
0: Vaughn's character.
2: And okay, you know, I do not, and I I feel like there's no stat, like he's there's no like depth to him. I know nothing about it's so weird. He's like, oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm I'm also a secret agent, and I'll I'm also, and then I'm just gone.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, maybe ahead, maybe it's just because continue, I just like uh, Vince Vaughn.
2: You know, like I don't have yeah, a lot of. Defense I forgot he was in this for
0: that. Um, but I do also like, uh, what's the guy who runs the equipment? Eddie, is that his name? Toby. Ed- <laughs> I don't Toby from uh, Eddie. The, the bald guy who dies. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie who yeah. dies the most heroic death in the series. Really? Like, like that, uh, that, that yeah. dude is a hero and he has like the most undeserved death, like pour one out for Eddie. He's trying to save everybody like right was- down to the last second. He's still trying there. Uh, he was okay. Yeah. So I liked him. Um, yeah. The the like big game hunter guy, while he has the worst scene in the movie, which is when he's giving all that exposition in the moving jeep, and he's like, "And my oh fee, my you can keep it because my fee is paying the wrecks," oh. and you know, like that's a bunch of bullshit. Like it's it's the worst part of the whole movie. But after that, he becomes like a more interesting character, you know. Um, so you know, like a lot of the a lot of the engine guys are disposable. You know, the, the, they're just there to be chomped, like you said. Um, but, you know, like, they're not Sadler and Grant. But it's they're okay. You know, I think the real problem is, is that this movie is so gung-ho to get moving that it just rushes through this setup. Like, the opening, like... 10 minutes of the movie and then boom they're on the island you know like Jurassic Park took its time establishing the characters and so on and so forth and and this is just a conversation between Jeff Goldblum and Hammond and then boom they're on the island um and so like I think if we had established some scenes some more scenes with Vince Vaughn and Eddie and so on beforehand uh and got to know them a little better outside of that scene where they're walking through and getting the equipment ready then maybe you know we would like them better
1: yeah. And I think that's my my point is that even if you feel they're OK, they're not as good as what we had. Right. I mean, the the characters in Jurassic Park are all really well fleshed out, fun characters. You get them or you hate them for the right reasons. Um, and I just feel like this is generic, generic game hunter guy. Uh, you know, I just OK.
2: Or even his daughter, You're like, oh, she got cut from the gymnastics team. Oh, I can't wait for that to come. Oh,
1: my God. Right? Oh, but it's my all God. like
2: that. I, I felt like that's all it all is. It's all like, oh, Dude. gymnastics, and that's my defining feature. Oh, I'm really smart. I know about dinosaurs for Julianne Moore, but like, okay. like she, I feel like she's just there because Malcolm isn't a dinosaur guy, so they needed a dinosaur person. Right. Instead of getting Grant or Sadler, they're just like, oh, hey, by the way, his girlfriend happens to be into dinosaurs, too. What are the chances? I,
1: I can't wait to get to the gymnastics scene. I hate that so much. I am noted on several podcasts as being while I have nothing against the person personally, I do not like Julianne Moore's acting in anything I've ever seen her in full stop. Wow. I, I, wow. I just don't. I always feel like I can watch her reading the script. And there are so many mov- moments in this movie where she's just describing like technical aspects of things. We have the egg. We got to move it to here because what's going to happen is the scent and they don't have. And yeah. you're just like, Ugh. and there's and, I, I and part of it is, is she was in Psycho 1998, along with Vince Vaughn. And she was horrible in an already horrible movie, <laughs> and maybe that's why I dislike her so much. But she has not redeemed herself in any film I've seen since, because I just feel like I she's reading the script from her memory and not actually acting. I like Psycho this, 98. You liked Psycho 98? <laughs> really? yeah, I did. What did you like about it? <laughs>
0: I liked it. I just thought, I thought it was good. I liked Vince Vaughn. You thought it was good! I like Anne Hayes.
1: Liked sorry oh pour one out for him oh. uh, uh
2: i don't know uh, yeah, anyway
1: listen we'll get in we'll do a bonus episode of hitchcock chronologically and we'll review psycho 1998 yeah which which is basically just the shitty version of a movie that already exists it does nothing new um yeah okay so
0: so with julianne moore what you're talking about like how she's just rattling off all this technical information. So, in the book, they're two separate characters. So, she's like the wildlife expert, and then there's a paleontologist, right? And, like, I guess in some versions of the script, they had the two separate characters, and then at some point, there are like, too many people, too many people, and they pulled out the paleontologist and gave her all the paleontologist lines, and just kind of... Because, like, if you think about it, she's got two areas of expertise. It's neither one which she's really good at, which we can get to. Um, Like, she's the wildlife expert who's out in the wild dealing with predators and knows how to handle herself in the bush or whatever the hell, and then she's also a paleontologist, which is, like, two separate careers, right? And so they took those two and jammed them together. And I think that's why she has so many scenes of just yammering exposition because they had to put those lines and that information somewhere. So they just shoved it into her.
2: But what else does she do besides exposition or yell at dino or running from like Velociraptors stupid and screaming? Th- this stu- movie be I mean, called.
0: She fucks things up. I mean, like, yeah, this. Oh yeah.
2: Well, they- <sighs>
1: like the- this movie could be called People doing stupid shit. You know, like it could be called Julianne Moore doing stupid shit. Like Yeah, like... but Vince Vaughn does some too. Like I get it that you care about the baby dinosaur. But the fact that you so stupid. Like Oh boy, this movie. Well, she's um,
0: she's more stupid though because she's the expert, and he shows up with the baby dinosaur, and she's like, "What are you doing? This is crazy. This is stupid." All right, let's go. Let's you know. Yeah. And then, then like ten yeah. minutes later, she's like, "The dinosaur has the best old factory. it can smell for ten miles, like the turkey pigeon or whatever the hell it is." And then she wears the goddamn jacket with the blood on it. For the next 30 <laughs> minutes of the movie. Like she's walking around with the baby blood slathered all over her, like she like Carrie or something. And she's an idiot. Like she is an absolute hands down idiot in this movie. Like she right. comes off as smart because she says a lot of smart things, but the smart things that she says don't match up with her actions. There's a difference between stu-
1: smart and being educated.
2: Yeah, it's ah, very
1: nice. Very nice. She might be educated, but she's not street smart. Um
2: well that's like in D and D but the difference between being, you know, wise and intelligent. intelligent, right? Yeah. One of them is, you know, knowing that a tomato is a fruit, and the other is knowing you don't put tomatoes in a fruit salad, right? Like one of them is being wise and the other one's being intelligent. Yes. Very, uh, very nice analogy. Sounds good.
1: The The whole thing is that Malcolm is like, don't go there. He tells everyone, everyone he's ever told these stories to. Don't go there; you're you're gonna die. And I think one thing that is mildly satisfying is that there are several moments where Malcolm's like, "See, bitch," you know, like <laughs> I told your ass, um, and, and they don't listen and they just do the exact opposite, uh, you know. But even the whole like Malcolm is still not as charismatic as he was in the first one. It like there's the opening conversations and scene with him that are good, you know, but it that we don't. There's no big Malcolmisms, and it's just kind of like, remember Malcolm? Here he is again. You know, Uh, he has some pretty good lines in this. You know, like, sure, I'm waiting. ah, Yeah, yeah,
2: we're waiting. You know, then
0: later is the running and the uh, screaming. You know, like that whole thing is good. That's like a classic (laughs) line. and later on, he has a few more. I don't know specifically what they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very
1: memorable, huh? Yeah,
0: but they're there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the still. I think gyms. he's
1: still fun. Like
0: it's hard to have Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's not the best be part fun. of the movie. Like
2: he's always the best part of whatever yeah. movie he's in. You know. Like, yes. Um, yeah. I, he's definitely the best part of this, right? Yeah,
1: I would say so. Yeah. Oh, easily. Now, yeah. the so there's the dinosauring, um, and I feel like this movie does go more into okay we got to out dinosaur the first one and there's more dinosaurs there's two big t-rexes and a baby t-rex enough stegosauruses for anyone um you know new dinosaurs like the one with the that the guy calls the monk the bald ramming dinosaurs and so you get new dinosaurs which is fun Um, You don't get what this series is about to fall into, which is an escalation of the most dangerous dinosaur. I think one thing I appreciate about this is you have T-Rexes and raptors, and they're still as dangerous as they've always been. Going forward, starting with three, we get this thing is more dangerous than the T-Rex. And then the next movie is like this thing is a T Rex and a raptor. Them. And then the next yeah. one is this one's a T Rex, a raptor, and a billy goat. And then the third one, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't they just seen start it, making have,
0: they start making up nonsense dinosaurs right. to like out T
1: Rex the T Rex. And I think you can do T Rexes and raptors. Just that's fine. I mean, it's like whenever the new Michael Myers movie comes out, they don't give Michael Myers a minigun. He goes around with his butcher blade and he kills Mofos. And if you're doing great character development and you care about the characters and you don't want to see them being eaten by a dinosaur, it ups the, the ante and but to me is like
0: whatever. Well, this movie well, how- is also the start of the franchise's like weird turn into corporate malfeasance, right? Like the yes the the first one has a bit of that with Nidri like stealing the dinosaur for Dotson, and that's kind of like the driving force, but it's just a means to an end in that movie. Uh, Whereas this movie... Is, is really planting the seeds for... the And it's funny because Jurassic Park 3 pulls back away from that, but then in those new Jurassic World movies, they go whole hog it's, into yeah. the, the corporate malfeasance. It's like, that's that's the drive of those movies, is, you know, there's corporate espionage, and we're trading the embryos, and we're creating Engine new becomes things. becomes a character. Yeah, Engine does become right. a character, and some of those other companies, Biosyn and all that, they, they become characters in, in the series. And this is the first kind of, like seed like first step into that world like i kind of forgot that until they show up that those dudes show up on the island you know to steal the dinosaurs i
1: totally forgot
0: (laughs) when they showed up i was like ah it's these fucking guys you know like i thought
1: there's four of them i'm like this body count's not going to be very high surprise everybody else rolls in i'm
2: like oh okay here's 25 (laughs) people to get chopped (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, well, what did you guys think of like the actual dinosaurs themselves, graphically? Because I thought it looked okay. Yeah, but it definitely looks dated. At the same time, like this would be good for like a sci-fi channel original. Oh, oh, I would no. go that I far. I still, still think far. it looks. Yeah, oh, look... I definitely thought there was some like I don't know. It just some I of mean, that. If felt you go so... back and you look
1: at the Brachiosaurus from the first one that has dated. I, I don't think it looks as strong as it did in theaters. Same thing with that um, scene where the
0: pack is running in the first one and they're jumping over right. the log that that one is there also are, dated.
2: Yeah.
1: There are moments, but one thing this movie benefits from is being in the dark for like the second half, which can hide a lot of imperfections and stuff like that. Um, but I, I liked the dinosauring. I kind of wish we got more of the new dinosaurs. I like the ramming ball dinosaur. Oh, he was fun. I like that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I wish there was more of that. Right? Like, what's this one do? Um, and I like the compies have their own little storyline with um the guy from every movie you've ever seen that plays the foreign guy. <laughs> I could, yeah, um,
2: I kept trying to place him, and I went meant to look him up. He was, in in. he was report. in John Wick, Minority Report.
1: Was he in Minority Report? Yeah. He was in a horrible Van Damme movie. Um. Just, I can't remember the name of it because it was so bad. Five Bullets or something like that. He's got
0: to be one of those like stunt guys that like they give parts to because he can do the stunts. You know what I mean? Like he's not a bad actor, but yeah, he seems to be pretty action movie oriented.
1: But you've seen him in things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Every, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy. He was probably in a Transformers movie at some point. I don't know. (laughs) Um, uh, I like the whole thing with the compies um that you had this I really enjoyed his death scene like the whole thing with the little one you know it kind of they they lead up to it when he shocks the the first compy which are these for those that haven't seen the film little lizards basically like baby raptors almost
2: yeah because they come back in the third one right isn't that uh, aren't they in like the start of the third one I can't remember
0: no. it'll be interesting to watch isn't that, that third one because it's the one that I've probably seen the least away?
1: so yeah um yeah um, I, I think this movie has the, like the running of the dinosaurs towards him and then he's kind of like chases them away and then eventually they subdue him I, I like the whole kill with the compies because it was so much different than just a T-Rex chomping or with what they do with the raptors is they attack and cut away Oh it's relentless. Right. You never see a raptor too. kill anything. It's relentless. Like it's funny because there's some comedy in it too when he turns and they all kind of run away and they flock away and then they like yeah. creep back on him, you know. Uh it's, it's Well, they establish him as not a great guy so you're not broken up that he gets killed. Yeah. You're like, "Serves yeah. him right."
0: I I think this movie has like some pretty iconic moments, you know, like like regardless of uh, what you think of the overall like arc and story and so on? Some of these set pieces are spectacular. the The trailer over the cliff is so damn good. Like when they're in the trailer and the things whack it and the trailer flips and it shows them inside it. It reminds me of uh, Cape Fear, the Scorsese version of Cape Fear, when they're in the boat and the boat flips. It's a similar effect. Uh, But they're all like rolling around in there, and then it goes over the cliff. And the thing with the glass, where she's on the glass, like that is, you know, like really, really good. Um, The other scene
1: is like their T Rex scene from the first movie. That's yeah, the set piece is. scene that you're supposed yeah. to go home. It's
0: the T-Rex, so, but the other the other shot, and it was coming up, and my daughter was talking, and I was like, "Shut up! You gotta watch it. Like you gotta watch this." Is like, <laughs> the scene where they're walking through the tall grass, and the camera pulls up, and you can see them making the trail through the grass, uh. and all the raptor trails are coming towards them. Uh, just really smart, you know, like edge of your stuff and i love i love some of the parts where they really start getting picked off and those guys are to, like the part where the t-rex steps on the dude in the puddle and then he sticks to the bottom of the t-rex foot as he's walking that's great like there's some yeah, really good, good gags in this movie you know like really really fun imagery and uh some of the dinosaur kills are really good
2: yeah for like the the scenes that like i that i like like that there are also like some of the set pieces like felt like they were in, like, a fake woods to me. Like, when, like, they're taking five and they're sitting, I'm like, those trees look plasticky to me. Like, some of the scenes, I just felt like a, they were on a stage. No, yeah, probably. because you know, then he falls down the cliff and he's like on, he's on that, like, waterbed, and that feels like a real place. Mm-hmm. But, like, up before, it felt like a set piece. I, so I, I, I felt that at least a couple of times.
1: Going back to the trailer scene, I think there's something... To be said about that because there's something that happens in that scene that happens in a lot of movies where everyone's holding on to the rope, and the trailer falls and it falls around and they them, go right through it right. onto the rope. I've seen that in so many other movies like Mission Impossible. I've seen and, it, and it in it, a lot it, of other movies after this one. Like I, right, think, exactly. I, I think this is the no, first time. I'm I saw not it. exactly. I'm not saying that they uh, copied it from other things and it's derivative. I'm saying they they came up with something that other films have copied. I mean, I think this sequence, I'm trying to remember. I I seem to remember seeing something very similar in another movie where she's on the glass and it's slowly cracking. And, you know, I I feel like I've seen that exact thing in another movie, but
0: they use, they um, use ice a lot for that effect too, where you hear like the ice cracking when somebody is on it. mm. But yeah, I mean, like I remember in the theater that scene in particular, you know, and people were just like, just, like all curled up in a little ball, you know, like watching that for the first time. It was uh it was really effective. You know, that's a yeah. that's a great sequence. Regardless of the rest of the movie, that trailer sequence is a great sequence.
1: I like the stuff up in the um the basket in the air, uh, where they're looking down and you see the trees moving and things are coming. I just something about Having them be up in that safe place while all the dangers happening below them, and you know, it's got to go save someone down below. I, I, I like uh, that. I I think the largely the set pieces are really good. Um, it for me, it just always comes back to the caliber of characters. Um, let's talk about the kid. Okay,
2: she's great in Harriet the Spy. That's what I remember her from. I.
0: I find the actress to be quite good in this. Mm-hmm. I think she does fear well. She's no lex. She's not that level of good, but she's pretty good. I find the fact that she's there at all to be very contrived like i I remember literally rolling my eyes in the theater when she shows up coming out of that trailer with the pot. How. Like,
1: Did she get there? Like,
0: good God, did you have to, like, did you have to have a kid? You know, I I just, I I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) And of course, it's a thing going forward. There's almost always a kid in these movies, you know, but like Lex and Tim are the height of endangered movie kids you know and they're funny and they're smart and they have you know a lot of agency and they protect themselves and and, you know they come to everybody else's rescue sometimes Um, and you can see shades of that where they're trying to give Kelly like some of that same uh, stuff but I just think that she's poorly written and it really feels like she's there just so they have a kid there
2: I do like how Ian is instantly like trying to get her off the island, though. The moment that she appears on screen, like the father, like the dadness of him, like immediately appears, and he really just cares about trying to get her off the island, which is a, a total like dad move. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that's exactly, I thought that relationship played pretty well.
1: And I think, too, at that point, he's like, forget Julianne Moore. I'm getting my daughter out of here. You want to stay? Well, what the hell ever? My daughters were leaving, which I think is what he should have done in the first place. Like, had, she should have known that his girlfriend was this stupid and been like, you know what? She dies. She dies. I'm, done. I'm not going back on that island. I like I've told her these stories. She knows all about it. I've told her what happened to me and she made her own stupid decision, you know, although he should have also slapped pimp slapped Hammond.
2: <laughs> like just raised How them off you the think cement she was there before like the movie even starts because she's just like there chilling nothing bad said three right. days she's
0: been there for three days
2: i is think that, that maybe
1: if she's there on her own of course we know this army group is coming in at some point who well, she probably would have survived i mean you know it's when the girl gets there and then you get uh uh Vince Vaughn and everything and the hunters with the whole baby. Really, if they never encountered the baby T-Rex, kind of the rest of the movie is fine. You know, like they've scouted, we're staying away from the raptors. We're just going around the perimeter. It's, and it's
0: chaos theory, right? Like, like had she been there on her own, she probably would have been OK. But you can't count on things going well, you know, and I think right. that's that's always Malcolm's thing is like s- things go wrong you know and things are probably gonna go wrong which makes me a little nervous i'm going to just sidebar i'm going to the wilds today i don't know if you guys are familiar mm. with the wilds elliot is jeff you're not from columbus yeah. but columbus zoo very famous zoo they have this off site called the wilds and it's very jurassic parky like you go and you yes. get in one of their wilds vehicles and they take you in to uh like it's like a safari and they've got like lions and gazelles and you know it's like all the african animals and they're just out there roaming free out there and you kind of like I have that
1: at uh animal kingdom do they in Yeah, where there's rhinoceros and lions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they just kind of take you out there, and it feels very Jurassic Park. And the Ian Malcolm in me, which I I am very Ian Malcolm. Like, I'm one of those guys that sits down at a place and immediately starts identifying the exits, you know? (laughs) The Ian Malcolm in me is kind of like, I don't know. I'd rather be in my own car. I don't know if I want to get in their (laughs) thing. There's lions out there. I just saw Idris Elba fight that lion last week i'm not feeling too good about this mm. anyhow that movie wanted to be jurassic park by the way oh shit what movie are we talking about idris elba it's this movie called i think it's the Beast. new yeah, yeah i went and saw it at the theater it was very oh okay. i've seen the trailer it's weird Very jurassic park
1: cheap cheap jurassic park knock-, knock off is what that is oh, okay yeah um yeah uh what are we where are we going now what are we talking about because
2: well so the island stuff's decent i thought everything on the island was was pretty enjoyable i I was entertained um and then like i i felt like there was just the back half the back 40 minutes is just like a whole separate its own thing and it starts very abruptly well if i it's just we were talking about my wife and i were talking
0: about this morning it feels like the movie ends when they get off the island Right. Yes. Like that feels like the end of the movie. And then the movie just keeps going. And as its own separate episode, like, I really like it. Like I, I, I like the I, stuff that happens yeah. in San Diego. It's just that it feels like the movie is over when that section starts, you know? And so it's real disjointed.
2: Yeah. It, because it's it, confusing to me too, because it, you're like, how, how much time, A, how much time has passed? Right? You have no idea. These two just show up. And, uh, it, it's just so disjoint, disjointing. you know, and I'm just out of Yeah, place. my wife
0: and kids struggled with that, too. I was like, it's been a couple days. It takes a couple days for the boat to get there. And they were like, where's the daughter? I'm like, no, the daughter's at home. Everybody's had a shower. Yeah. Uh, where's <laughs> we Nick? We got our car. <laughs> like... Right. They're... These two are just coming to do this thing. But you're right. It is really disjointed. And what are
2: they coming to do? What are they? Are they just going to be like, don't, don't show them dinosaurs. (laughs) Oh, like what's the whole point of them even being? I,
1: yeah, I was so confused. What what would probably make better is if the movie ends there and then it fades to black and you get a Marvel mid uh, credit cut of the thing opening up in San Diego and the dino's there, and in a Dress Park 3, summer, whatever, then you'd be like, oh, shit, Jurassic Park three is going to be in America, and dinosaurs running around, you know, that's a good movie. <laughs> right. Like, it, it, okay, so, okay, I got a few questions. It, it,
0: like, and this is separate from my question questions at the end, which I have a few left. Uh, what killed the people on the boat?
2: I thought it was the Velociraptors were smart enough that they got onto the boat, they hid on the boat. In my head, this is head logic. The Velociraptors are so smart, they snuck onto the boat. They got onto the boat, and the raptors just went crazy. And, and, that's and where are be. the raptors? Okay. They Look, got eaten Eric, by the T-Rex. I could only... yeah. <laughs> the T-Rex, Thank which you. is locked Duh. down
1: in the thing still. Yes. They went down there, and the yes. T-Rex ate them. Because they needed food. Yeah. Once they had eaten people... Yeah. They needed right. more sustenance, so they say, Okay, we got to eat the T Rex, but the T Rex won. Yeah, That's a somehow. big leap for something that is never addressed Absolutely. in the movie.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, it's just like, here's an arm. Right. What? How'd that arm get there?
0: There's a T Rex and a baby T Rex, <laughs> and they're both locked up down in this thing. Or no, the baby T Rex isn't even there. There's just a T Rex right. down in the hold, still locked. Who's super
2: drugged yeah, up. Yeah, still locked right? down because... in the hold.
1: Everybody's dead on the boat, you know. What if Jason Voorhees was on the ship and it's um like Jason takes Manhattan, but is okay. Jason takes San Diego? Right. Right. Freddie Freddie Krueger, they always take a nap. Jason versus T Rex movie? I'd watch that
0: shit. Get out of here. I watch Jason in space. That movie's great. I still say oh, that. Oh, Jason X is
1: underrated. <laughs> it's so really good.
0: Really good. So okay. Uh so how did outside of the fact that it was super disjointed and it doesn't make any sense with the dead people on the boat. How did
1: that whole sequence work for you guys? Like, like, were you just so disturbed? I think the boat coming by... in cool. Oh yeah. The boat coming like out that... of the dark, like they set it up. It's yeah, coming, slow yeah. down. And we're not even sure what they're talking about. Right. We got this thing coming in and they're using a lot of boat jargon, you know, like, Oh, you're going to yeah. so many, like, and Starboard. as me as the viewer, I'm like, Wow, what's going on and then the boat comes out Stirn. of the dark you're like oh shit really good uh, i really like the t-rex and the kid in bed mom there's a dinosaur outside and the parents are like damn it it's your fault he reads this stuff and it's the fish tank you know and then the t-rex is outside and it's eating the dog with the the doghouse <laughs> yeah. hanging from its teeth <laughs> loved that really just a way to bring it home to you know suburban america
0: yeah i i uh i wanted to mention that um the scene the scene with the kid there's this fabulous and it's so Spielbergy. but there's this fabulous shot and it's just when the kid gets out of bed and he goes to wake up his parents and he's dragging his hand along the wall as he's walking, just like a kid would do, you know, he's just going pep, 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 like past all the stuff on the wall. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, I can see my kid doing that. Like, you know, the house is burning down and the kid gets out of bed. he's <laughs> <is>, like dragging, <laughs> dragging their hand on the wall because. Like, well,
1: and he never freaks. Right. The kid he's like he looks up T-Rex is outside. Yeah, He gets out of bed, throws the covers off, walks into his mom, dad. There's a dinosaur outside like he just nonplus about the whole situation he just feels like I probably should let my parents know, yeah, that was a, I really like that the whole
0: sequence that I had forgotten was that that bit in the house in the yard like I remembered him like going I remembered the seventy six ball rolling, you know, and I remembered mm. it you know them him being out in the street smashing cars and stuff, which really it's fun like that yeah. it's that whole mm-hmm. King Kong dynamic, you know. You bring a big thing from yeah. an island on a boat, and it gets out and it starts smashing shit. That's always a good time, you know. Like yes. like I I really had a good time with it. It's it, oh that one poor guy that got chomped in the blockbuster.
2: Uh, yeah, rest peace blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Did you see? Did the, you see? Did you notice any the of the movie movies posters? that were in the blockbusters? Yeah. There was a Tom Hanks tsunami world or something. Uh, oh, they were fake movies. They were, yeah. There was, yeah, uh, Oh, was, that's great. There was a Robin Williams one uh, too, Jack and the Beanstalk,
0: and, and there was uh, a yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger Wait, is Jack and the Beanstalk. A sequel to King Jack. King. I think where he ages real fast. It looked no, almost just... like they took a Jack poster <laughs> and like re, like jiggered it. Yeah, it did kind of look like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and the King Lear Schwarzeneggers, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I. I I think that that whole bit is good. Um, I liked that it ended with Hammond kind of getting his way. I thought that Hammond's motivations in this movie were more pure, you know? Like, I I felt like as a character, he had learned some stuff the first time around. It wasn't just lip service. Well, yeah, okay, so he's making new mistakes, but at least he isn't making the same dumb mistakes, you know? Yeah, you're making all new mistakes.
1: And he still doesn't heed the warning of Malcolm. The guy who was right the first time. I just. But his, like, his motivation
0: he's... this time. Like the first time his motivation is money. This, right. this time his motivation is I got to beat these corporate bastards there. Like he knows that his nephew is there. He knows that his nephew's bringing in this team and rebuilding the stadium. And they're doing this thing. So he's trying to get his people in there first to like photo document everything so they can show it to the world and then like have rules about not going there and leaving it alone. Like that's his motivation is like just to leave it alone and let it be its own weird thing out in the middle of the ocean. Um, So like, even though he's doing
1: dumb stuff, uh, his motivations be they pure or otherwise are still backed up by this thing that is very Hammond thing to do to just push forward. Right. And, and not think about anything else, not bring in counsel, you know, from the outside. Just, this is my idea. This is the right way to go. I'm just going to go and hell with everyone else. Hell with anyone's life. You know, like the guy comes and says, you're just going to put these people in danger. You put my girlfriend in danger, you know, and it's, and Hammond has no uh, remorse. Is just, yeah. And then, uh, it, and the whole thing is like he gets her there, knowing that it's going to get yeah Malcolm In there, there. Yeah. right? Yeah. Like it. That's the thing. So I, 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 see. Yeah, his motivations are more pure. They are different, but they, uh, it's the the same problem with him as a character flaw. I still think it's good because the character is consistent at least. Is that he is not taking any counsel. Right. He is just, this is my idea. I'm forging ahead.
2: Yeah. And I kind of, I, my problem with Hammond was always like movie version versus book version. Cause in book version, he's just like straight up like evil. Um, like his intentions are purely just about what he wants, which is still kind of the case here. Like it is what he wants. They just happen to like coincide with like probably what you would want to happen. Right. Like you kind of want it to be left alone. That's the right answer. But like for him, it's it's purely like his thing. It's like my way or no way, mm. and I'll do whatever. I'll make. I'll send my own team out uh, he, to get he my feels, way. I'll uh, do he feels like
0: ecology Santa in this. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't care. Manipulative ecology Santa.
1: It was great to see Lex and Tim again, although briefly, just the to tie in because they're the only. It's like Hammond, Malcolm, and then Lex and Tim, who are not really in the movie.
0: It's a tease. It's the
1: only thing that ties you to the original.
0: It's a tease. Yeah. They should have had him in the movie. They should have worked it out some way so that Lexington... They the could have
1: also hidden on the thing yes. for no reason. Yeah, something. they could have hidden with it's her. Something. I mean, yeah, the screenwriters right. yeah, are know. clever. They could have brought Lexington. Are they? Well. Because, <laughs> well, they got the girl there for no reason. Like, where was she hiding? Where was she hiding? She's hiding
2: in like, the... Like, she was...
0: In the trailer? Okay, like, but here's the other thing. How things. many days yeah, in the trailer.
1: on what? a boat... Are they out there? Like how long is she hiding in that space wherever well, the other it may thing, be? Too,
2: is if you remember the, the the boat driver, the captain is like, I'm not going on the island. This is as far as I'm going. And you're like, Well, bro, you gotta take my like you gotta take my Jeep there. You gotta land my Jeep there. Like, you're not going on the island, but you gotta get my Jeep on that island, bro. Like So it's very there's all kinds of like yeah. when you start to think about it, you're like, Oh, well that doesn't make sense. He's like, you can call me and I'll come, but I'm not going any further. And you're like, well, you have to unload the, the equipment. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah. I, just, no, I mean, you know, like, no like, doubt there are all big kinds holes of... in
0: the movie. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the captain, the thing with the boat and the dead people, you know, like
2: the big the gaping, gaping holes. Was it? What was Ian's plan? What was Ian's plan with the baby dinosaur at the end? He was just going to drive it back to the boat and, like, just set it in there and lock the. The Dino back yeah, in there, like, isn't that what they did? Yeah, kind so I of, think that was the plan. That's what they did, but like that was the plan. That was the plan. And it worked perfectly. It was just, it's just like you're like, oh, okay. I guess we'll just go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this works.
1: It right. It kind of writes itself into a corner, I guess. But um,
2: like I said, it feels very sequel-y. Like it's just like here's an it's established franchise that people love. Let's do stuff that's safe. I don't know about safe. You know, like, we don't I have feel, to go crazy. I feel
0: like it really ups the ante as far as like the violence really? and uh, the okay, kind yeah, of, like, yeah, like yeah. The, like the, the one guy gets goes. ripped in half. Yeah, like it really kind of escalates a lot of things. You know, it's like a way higher kill count. Uh, like much darker theme. Like there's no like. Like moments of yeah, like, like beautiful a dinosaurs, scene. you know, like it's like no, immediately they can kill you, you know. Yeah, uh, it like it feels much more dangerous, I think, than the first movie. The first movie has like mm. some pretty heightened moments, but it builds up to it. This one's just like slam—you're in it, Uh-oh. danger. It's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, you know, like it's 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 a Spielberg sequel. <laughs> Like, make it bigger, kill more people, more blood, more guts, you know, darker. Let's go.
1: Yeah. So, how are you feeling, Elliot, now that you've watched it again? What's your opinion of the Lost World?
2: Um, I it was just okay to me. It was just okay. I didn't, I didn't feel the magic that I felt watching this, the first one again, for sure. I, and I, it took me two days because I got to – I got all the way off to – we got off the island. And I was like, okay, I'll go to bed tonight, and I'll just wake up and watch it in the morning and the rest of it in the morning. Because I knew what the second half was a little more exciting to me. I was like, oh, that the chase sequence and stuff, I just remember liking it more. Um, but, like, yeah, there's a lot of no-names to it, too. I feel like you don't know Nick very well, like I said, where – You're like, oh, he's there to take pictures, but also he's like some eco terrorist now suddenly, and there's not much like it's just like, oh yeah, Hammond sent me here for another job too. I didn't tell ya, (laughs) like uh, okay, I guess. Yeah, he even he he
1: does it in such a a pompous way. He's like Hammond had a secret weapon.
2: Oh, what is it? Me, (laughs) me. Okay. Me and bolt cutters. Yeah, me and bolt cutters. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, but but I like I, I like I liked Vince Vaughn in this. I you know he needs to do more serious kind of roles. I, I was trying to think of what else he's done that's like been serious. Psycho nineteen ninety eight
1: and a movie called uh, Return to Paradise. Oh, Return to from Paradise from nineteen ninety eight.
2: Mess
0: that movie makes you want to kill yourself. It is, is it? So also dark.
1: starring Anne Hae. The only reason I saw it is it came out before Psycho ninety eight. Stars Anne Haish and Vince Phoenix Vaughn also. And Walking Phoenix. Oh, really? yeah, so dark. I remember yeah. liking it. It is a dark movie. I like it, too. Yeah, it's, it's It is really a serious dark. Vince Vaughn role.
0: Oh, have you seen uh, Rumble and no. Cell Block? It's by the guy who directed Tomb- uh not Tombstone, uh, Bone Tomahawk. No. Oh, it is worth a look. It is Vince Vaughn okay. in oh, prison, yeah. bashing people's heads. It's fantastic. It's, it's like a really great dark action movie. Um, Don Johnson is in it. Uh it's it's worth a look for sure. And he's also in uh that Mel Gibson movie, Same Director, uh Dragged Across Concrete. Um So, that one is uh also worth a look if you uh can mm.
1: can get past the Mel Gibson-iness of it all. Okay. It's on Tubi. Oh. I'm going to watch this. Oh. It's Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah,
0: oh, it's good. Yeah.
1: It's it's worth a look. It's yeah. long, but it's good. Um
0: is it long? okay I got a yeah, couple it is long. I got a couple questions before we wrap if you guys okay. don't mind and there's not many because we talked about them all as usual okay if the t-rex had escaped not escaped and ruined everything for engine for the rest of time right like engine is marked for good after their t-rex ate a bunch of people do you think the amphitheater approach was better than the destination park approach
1: hell no okay two things I think one I think you can, at least with the technology we have today, have a Jurassic Park in a safe environment. However, you're going to run into the same issues you do with SeaWorld and Telecom and all that stuff. Because you're not going to be able to have a environment large enough for these creatures. That was the thing about Jurassic Park 1. They had really large environments for them, except for the raptors they had in that tiny little box but I think that there's the technology available for someone to do it successfully, but you're going to have all the animal rights issues that you still have like SeaWorld and things like that. But I do think it is a worse idea to have these creatures on the mainland. <laughs> Whereas if everything goes to shit on East Sorna, at least it's isolated to East Sorna. So I don't think it's a great idea.
2: But like you see in the fourth one, it kind of does work because they have amphitheaters with, certain events on that island before it all kind of goes to shit. So it kind of in a way works like a zoo, right? Like kind of, yeah,
0: I was thinking, I was thinking in terms of business wise, right? Like it's a heck of a lot easier to get to San Diego than it is to get out to this island. It it becomes much more of a, like, uh, Oh, on summer vacation, we're going to go see the Jurassic show as opposed to, we're going to take our life savings and go to Jurassic park.
2: Uh, there'll be a coupon. Right. Yeah, coupon day. Day. That guy's an
1: asshole. Um, That is the most asshole thing he did in that movie, where he's like, we'll just have a coupon.
2: Uh, I think leaving the kids to die was pretty (laughs) dickish. Nah,
1: if I'm picking, (laughs) if I'm picking, (laughs) he left us.
0: He left us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. uh, But yeah, one more. Um, Ian Malcolm is constantly looking at the worst case scenario. And preaching about how that is what's going to happen. Would you want to go to Disney World with
1: Ian Malcolm? Hell yeah! <laughs> Even if it's just a one-time experience, to hang out with Ian Malcolm and for him to get on Space Mountain and be like, uh, uh, "What what could happen is the the, the thing could go off," the, and watching him shit his pants as you go through Space Mountain, worth it. Totally, I would do it. Don't you think his presence would actually cause Space Mountain to, like, go off the rails? Oh, probably, yes. (laughs) Ian Malcolm is, like, the king of the self-fulfilling prophecy. The Hall of Presidents would come alive and attack people. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of here for it. I want to say, after watching Lost World, I am less... I'm not looking for... I was done with dinosaurs after this one, you know? Because the next movie we're going to do for our bonus episode is Jurassic Park 3, I'm like, I'm kind of done with dinosaurs. I, I just, and we're going to do it. It's fine. But I'm like, more of this again? And um, and I think that's my ultimate review of The Lost World. I, I'm just like, okay, I think we've explored dinosaurs as far as we can, at least in this way. And they running amok
2: in, in a particular area. I think we've done it all now. At the end of Lost World. Oh, but I think the premise of the third one's really kinda interesting. It's decent enough where there's just like some bumbling idiot gets onto an island, the kid gets lost, and now they have to go find the kit. I, I I mean I really like the premise of the third it's one. It's clean. Execution I don't it's clean. yeah, isn't like phenomenal, but like that's how you do it. That's how you would do it, is like, oh we have to go we have to go back. Well yeah.
0: They Here's have a good reason to, go, to back. go back. I mean we can talk about it all next you week, know. but it definitely feels cleaner than all the You know, we got to recover the embryos and get the shit, you know, like some of the stuff that happens like, no, just get the people out on the goddamn island and let it go. You know,
1: Uh, I really it's something I think I, I at least and I've only seen it once, but I kind of appreciate about four is the jump in time to an established
2: Jurassic world. You know... That's how you have to do a sequel se- right. series, though, right? Like, that's how do you do a, a new trilogy. Well, okay, here, it works. Yeah, I, I kind, of, kind of appreciated I that, because at
1: least it felt a little different. And I remember... And I guess it's sort of prefacing when we get to it, but I remember leaving Jurassic World being like, that's the second best Jurassic Park movie. Ooh. Um, So we'll see. We'll see.
0: We're going to keep going, right? Mm. So uh, do we feel like Jurassic Park 3 is... The bonus episode before we get to the next actual Spielberg film is that how we're gonna do this that was my
1: plan unless you want to no,
0: you I'm fine with how that. are we feeling nope I'm fine with it keep, keep going forge ahead dinosaurs Woo, let's go
1: more dinos
0: damn it so and then what is our next actual Spielberg film just to kind of set the oh, stage shit. oh give me a
1: sec um, Elliot, while I'm looking this up, do you want to come back next week and, and watch Jurassic oh, look, Park? Look, I'll
2: be on until you kick me off, until you uh, stop responding to the text. <laughs> you want
1: to be the official Jurassic Park co-host for Jurassic <laughs> oh, I'm Park? Oh, the Jurassic Park Jurassic guy. Jurassic Park chronologically. I'm the
2: dinosaur boy. I always wanted to be the, uh, dinosaur, boy. the dinosaur boy. <laughs> our very own Tim. Our um, very own oh. Tim. Our next film is Amistad. Amistad. I've never seen that one. That's one of the few that I have not seen. I'll have to watch it before I listen to you Yes, Join Uh, join in the fun of Amistad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you want? Yeah, it's like Amistad, Private Ryan, and then AI. Oh, Uh, Oh, but they're going to be good conversations, all of them. So, yeah. Uh, uh, AI. AI. AI And then Minority Report, which is uh, amazing. Uh, And then Catch Me If You Can, Terminal, War of the Worlds. There's a nice little block of good shit right there. Oh, War of the Worlds. Oh,
0: too. yeah. It's a banger.
1: Okay. Elliot, uh, tell us where you are, where we could find you, what's happening. Last time you were on, you said you got a hockey podcast. Oh, and you yeah. Didn't have a feed. Oh, yeah.
2: So, hell, it should be up. And by this point, it, we should have episodes on there Untitled Blue Jackets podcast. Give me the my link friend, so I can
1: update our notes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I will certainly do that. My friend, uh, my college roommate, Frankie, a huge hockey guy his whole life knows everything, reads hours on in every day uh, about hockey. I barely know what a hockey puck looks like. I know what a hockey stick looks like because I've owned one. Um, But two guys, one who knows nothing, one who knows everything about hockey, talk about the Blue Jackets. Um, The first episode we did was kind of fun because he's kind of like, oh, here's what I do. Here's how I, like, learned hockey. Um, And, like, all the sites that he, like, goes and reads about. It's just kind of insane, somebody who's, like, into, like, hockey like i was into dinosaurs when i was five but he's you know 35 so it's a little yeah you know a little troubling um, we're all nerds so yeah untitled yeah untitled blue jackets podcast is uh, where you can find it uh, i'm on twitter elliot h underscore writes because i write for gaming nexus i write for the game of nerds uh so yeah it's really about what it is cool yeah um Eric, you haven't pitched your own stuff.
1: I normally do Yeah, the Yeah,
0: so you can find me at, at Gaming Nexus, uh, where you get gaming news and reviews and so on. At Twitter, I'm uh, at Eric underscore hotter, H-A-U-T-E-R. And I also have a YouTube channel, Eric Hotter, where I play uh, upcoming games, kind of give some sneak peeks at uh, either newly released or games that haven't been
2: released yet. Um, so yeah, check all that stuff out. You had a very controversial Saints Row uh, we're we're we went over season. that last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you?
1: I'm looking forward to seeing I State stand throw. by it, man.
2: I had a blast with that game. I, I like put, it. like look sixty I did hours too. into that game. I did everything. I, I've really enjoyed I it. I trust
1: too. Eric's review because he liked three. And three is one of my favorite games. And I the series has never been as good. And I'm hoping that when I finally dive into it, it's everything I remember. I think you'll dig it. It's uh, fun.
2: Yeah. I think so too. It's it is good. It's fun. It's Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, if you want more from me, you can find me on Twitter at Podcast by Jeff. Check out my other podcast, the movie Draft House. Just an episode recommendation. Check out the Requiem for a Dream episode. Um, I've listened. (laughs) It was a very good I listened to that episode several times because I entertained myself very much, and I hated that movie so thoroughly. Uh, So if you want to hear a miserable old man definitely check that one. i
2: literally listened to that episode because i hate that movie so much. <laughs> oh yeah that's why i literally <laughs> i hope i
1: did you it. justice in burying it oh
2: you did it was ter. that's a terrible movie yeah
1: uh how do you feel about requiem for a dream eric uh it's
0: the only aronofsky film i haven't seen oh oh so you like aronofsky i do i do like even the weird stuff like i really like pie i liked that weird noah
1: movie yeah um yeah now you'd probably like this crap then it's real bad Uh, I like the wrestler and that's it Uh, everything else can be put in the toilet Um, and I think that's all my stuff Uh, so one more week another week Uh, we'll see you uh, Elliot will be back we're going to do Jurassic Park 3 and then finally be back to uh, I guess this is a core episode but it feels like it's not to me it almost feels (laughs) like this is a bonus because it's just Uh, but we'll see you next week Uh, enjoy your day bye y'all